good morning, brothers and sisters. It's the end of a week. Hope you've had a good time. I mean, a really good time reading God's Word uh, this week. Looking forward to worshiping Jesus Sunday morning. Be sure and invite someone to come to worship with you. Now, today we are in Nehemiah 7 and 8. We skipped uh, chapters 3 through 6, which really describe the opposition, some of the opposition they faced while rebuilding the walls around the city of Jerusalem. They overcome that opposition, and at the end of chapter 6, they finish building the wall. We pick it up after that in chapter 7, um, and, and as we go through these chapters, keep in mind that Nehemiah and Ezra were there at essentially the same time. Ezra got there first by a few years, and then they overlapped each other. Ezra, think of him as the religious leader, the scribe and the priest, and Nehemiah as the political, the military, the business leader, and they worked together. In Nehemiah chapter 7, there's a census of the exiles of the Jewish people who had returned from the Babylonian exile and uh, how many people there were. And then you get to chapter 8, there's a time of spiritual renewal that takes place following the completion of the wall around the city of uh, Jerusalem. And as part of that spiritual renewal, that time of worship, they gather as a people in Jerusalem and they listen to the Old Testament law to that part of the Word of God, the law that God had given Moses, and they listen as it is read to them, as it is explained to them, and as they seek to understand it. And you, you see in verse 3, at the end of that verse, that the people were very attentive while God's Word was being read. And you have to remember, this is centuries, I mean centuries before the invention of the printing press. So people did not have their own copy of, of the law, of God's Word, so they had to listen attentively as others read it. And they listened as, as in verses 7 and 8 and 9, it is explained to them and read to them, and they come to understand it. Um, you and I because of technology, can have as many physical or electronic copies of, of God's Word at our fingertips as we want. And isn't it amazing that with some of us having multiple copies of the Bible in our house, we, we have the Bible app on our phones and tablets, we can get it on our computers, that, that so many people who say they are Christians pay so little attention to God's word. That's why I was struck by the end of verse 3 when it says the people were attentive to the book of the law. The people were attentive to the book of the law. You know, as a preacher, you see all kinds of things on Sunday from the pulpit while preaching. Um, and it's not uncommon for some people to have their phone out, but they're not looking at the scripture, they're checking things on Facebook or Twitter or some news feed or sports feed, or they're texting back and forth with friends, playing games, but not necessarily being attentive to the word of God. Um, there are people who don't like it when we read too much scripture for the sermon on Sunday, not being attentive to the word of God. 
Um, the example of these Jews during this time of spiritual renewal, paying attention, being attention, being, you know, having a laser focus on the word of God, that, that should be you and me. And I am so thankful that through our D group ministry and our Bible reading plan at First Baptist, we have more people paying attention to God's word than ever before. More people reading it, understanding it, applying it to their lives than ever before. I am so thankful for that. And I want to encourage you to stick with it because it will make a difference in your walk with Jesus Christ. Now, there is one note I want to explain. If you'll look uh, toward the, uh, the, the, the end of the chapter, uh, verses 13 and following of chapter 8, they observe the Jewish feast or festival of booths, which I've mentioned in a previous devotion, was similar to our uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, I want you to note what it says in verses 14 and 15. It says, They found written in the law how the Lord had commanded through Moses that the sons of Israel should live in booths during the feast of the seventh month, the Feast of Booths or Tabernacles, it's sometimes called. They would actually build, think of it like uh, living quarters or tents or teepees or whatever, and they called them booths, and they, they were made out of branches. And they would, they would spend this festival, this holiday, living in those while they made sacrifices and worshipped God. And when you, when you drop down to verse, uh, verse 15, so they proclaimed and circulated a proclamation in all their cities and in Jerusalem, saying, Go out in the hills and bring olive branches and wild olive branches, myrtle branches, palm branches, branches of other leafy trees, and make booths as it is written. And then they live in it. And in verse 17, it says, The entire assembly of those who had returned from captivity made booths and lived in them. The sons of Israel, notice this, the sons of Israel had indeed not done so, from the days of Joshua, the son of Nun, to that day. Joshua, who succeeded Moses. So said they hadn't lived in those booths and celebrated that festival that way since then. But some of you will remember, like I did when I was reading that, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Back in Ezra chapter 3, did they not celebrate the Feast of Booths? When they finished restoring the altar and offered sacrifices in the altar, this is before the temple was rebuilt. This was before the walls were rebuilt. But here, Nehemiah says they had not done this since the time of Joshua. What gives? Is this a contradiction? No. Because in Ezra, when they observed the Feast of Booths, that celebration after restoring the altar, they did not live in booths. They just observed their thanksgiving, if you will. They, had, they, they offered sacrifices and they celebrated and they gave thanks, but they didn't actually construct the booths and live in them. In the days of Nehemiah that are described in chapter 8, that's the first time in centuries they had actually built the booths the way Moses described and lived in them. So there really isn't a contradiction. I just wanted to point that out. Hey, I hope you have a great weekend. Be in church and in life group this Sunday and bring a guest with you. Pray for God to move in a powerful way during all of our worship services. So you be here, bring a guest, you pray, and then I'll see you also on Monday as we look at Nehemiah chapter 9 and the end of chapter 10. God bless you, everybody.